Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Listen in as we connect with other creative entrepreneurs and have real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Owning a creative business doesn't have to be confusing or overwhelming, and you don't have to go at it alone. It's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. I don't know if I'm good enough. I'm not talented, smart, or special enough. I've done okay so far, but I don't know if I can get to that next level. Have you ever had thoughts like this? This is called imposter syndrome, and all of us catch it from time to time. So today, let's just talk about it. Mindset is a really relevant topic for me personally because it's something I value more and more as I grow as a business owner. It truly affects how you set your goals, the decisions you have, and ultimately affects the trajectory of your business. And it might be something that you don't even think about. Limiting beliefs is a plague for business owners, so I'm super excited to chat with a guest today who I believe can help you with that. Before we get started, I want to ask you a question. Have you left us a review yet? Joyce and I work hard at creating content for you each week, and we'd love to see who is listening. We'd love to hear from you, so please take a quick pause to leave us a quick review, then hop back in after. Oh my gosh, you guys. Like I'm singing all the words because I'm super, super excited to introduce our guest today. So with us today, we have Andrea, who is a now ex-corporate controller. At the time of this recording, she has just quit her corporate job, and she is a mindset coach and podcaster. She is all about helping women identify and overcome any obstacles so that they can find their bliss. She also makes sure that you're living your dream life mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and important for business owners, financially. I want to sing everything. So, <laughs> Andrea, I'm like, hello. Do you want to say hi to our um, listeners? Hello, listeners. I hope everyone is doing well. Oh, yay. Okay, so before we get into it, two things. Guys, this might get woo, but just vibe with us. Diana has said that in some podcasts before. Just go with us. Listen to it. This is for your benefit. And two, tell us a little bit about your background before we get started. All right. So as you mentioned, I am a newly retired corporate controller. And before I go any further, let me tell you, a corporate controller is an accountant. Okay. For all of you wondering, like, what the I, heck? I was, I was wondering, like, what is that? <laughs> like, what the heck is a corporate controller? Same. Uh, a corporate <laughs> controller actually falls right under a CFO, which is a chief financial officer. So I worked as a corporate controller for an advertising agency. And that is where I spent the last 15 years of my life climbing the corporate ladder. My bachelor's degree is accounting and business administration. When my daughter was five weeks old, I went back to school for my MBA. So I have spent the last few years of my life really climbing the corporate ladder. But one day I decided that that wasn't enough, that I was created for something more, that there was greatness inside of me. So I decided to get my life coach certification. And for the past two years, I have been coaching women on their mindset, helping them get their entire lives together. We're just going to sing. It's going to be know, a musical like, episode because that's how freaking <laughs> excited I am. Well, also, thank you for telling me what a controller is because I had no idea. Like, I feel educated now. <laughs> I know what that is. Okay. So like we mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk about mindset. And I feel like I'm getting more, I'm using air quotes, quote unquote, woo woo 
as I get older and the longer that I'm in business because I realize just how mindset plays a huge factor in how I show up for my business and how successful, you know, by my definition of success, how successful I am in my business. So let's just start at like mindset 101. What exactly is mindset? So mindset, very simply put, is basically a set of beliefs that you hold about yourself, about a situation, about life, about a certain philosophy. That's all it is. It's basically a set of beliefs that you hold. And that determines how high you go, how low you go. It basically sets the tone for everything that you do in your life. I'm just like, I'm going to have chills the whole time. No, thank you for that. Because I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, how do you feel? But a, a few years ago, maybe five, 10 years ago, people weren't really talking about it. But I feel like more and more people are talking about business and mindset and like getting ahead of any limiting beliefs and whatnot. So I think just for the sake of our conversation, it was really great to just have like this baseline definition. And, you know, why do you think it's an important thing to kind of be aware of and get ahead of as a creative business owner? Well, I think as a mindset coach myself, I think mindset is important whether you are a business owner or not, but specifically as it relates to business owners. First of all, your business is only going to be as successful as you are. You are the foundation of your business. And so if you are not in a good place mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, your business will not be in a good place. So your mindset plays a role in absolutely everything you do. And what's most interesting about mindset is that people don't even realize or know that they have a mindset issue. All they know is I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. Well, the reason why you're stuck is because you're coming up against blocks and you need to make a mindset shift. And so that's why it is so important because your business is only going to grow as much as you grow as a person. Well, our interview could just end right (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Catch you in the next episode. Um, Damn, like, yes, exactly. But people sometimes don't realize it. Like these blocks, they're actually like mindset, I don't know, issues or or beliefs that you can overcome for sure. Everything Mm -hmm. is 100% possible. But if you are living from a scarcity mindset, then you're not going to believe that everything is 100% possible. So when you come against any sort of obstacle, whether it's big or small, it's going to seem like it's Mount Everest because you don't know that everything is possible. And this is something that you can get over. Mm -hmm. I think what's really interesting is that like creative business owners or just people who are kind of selling themselves essentially, right? You're like, used to being like, I can offer you this, I can provide this service. So we might not realize that we have like mindset blocks. And I say this exactly as that example that I just shared, like I am that example, right? Because I do the same thing. I would say I'm relatively a pretty confident person. I'm definitely a go getter. If I see something, I'm gonna go get it. You know what I mean? Like that's me. Uh, Joyce and I went to a conference recently. And it was really funny because I was sharing on Instagram story, something so simple and some, a place where I feel safe. You know, it's like my audience, people who already follow me that I engage with. And I was sharing, oh, this conference is for educators, bloggers, YouTubers, content creators, you know, all this stuff, you're giving examples. And I was like, yeah, and I'm really none of those things. I don't really know why I'm here, but I'm learning a lot. And then someone responded to that story. And she said, what are you talking about? You're all of those things. And in that moment, I was shook. I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea 
that I had that mind block. And I, I don't even remember saying that until she like called me out. And I was like, oh, I didn't even catch myself like saying those words against myself. You know what I mean? So yeah. I love what you said. And um, like I mentioned in the intro, like I truly am so passionate about this topic because it's new for me. It's like kind mm-hmm. of a new leaf um, and something that I'm personally going through actively right now, just because I'm more of an emotional person. So I think as I grew as a business owner, I've become more practical, right? Because I, mm-hmm. I think in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm so creative. I'm so big picture. I'm such a visionary. And now I have to work on the practical side, being super like, you know, do do do, like getting all your ducks in a row and stuff that I kind of like lost that mindset aspect of like the woo woo side of me. And so I'm coming right. back, I'm coming back, you know, it's okay. Getting back there. Um, and- Andrea, I'm going to take Diana to the crystal store next time. <laughs> oh, so yes. I got her. I'll yes. Yeah. <laughs> the crystal store is yes. amazing. <laughs> that is hilarious. I don't know if I'm quite there yet, but you know, I'm getting there. <laughs> no, we're going to go. And you just, you just pick one that calls to you. It'll probably we'll be a, a yellow crystal. That's we'll see. <laughs> maybe it's citrine. Maybe that means wealth. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway. True. Yeah. yeah. Financial mindset. I love to talk about that. Let's talk about finances because Joyce kind of mentioned like for business owners, limiting beliefs in finances is legitly crippling. You're leaving money on the table, like literally with your mind and not with your strategy. So I love to like just hear some examples. Do you feel like people mostly have limiting beliefs and and specifically for people who don't realize that they have it. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because mindset, it really is, it's holistic. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yes, there are certain money blocks. Yeah. There are certain, you know, blocks in general, you know, abundance, lack, scarcity and all of that, but it really goes down to a worth factor especially as it relates to business owners and pricing for our services. You know, we say things like, oh, well, I don't know if they're going to pay me for this service. Well, you know what? If you're questioning that, which comes down to you questioning your worth, then the answer is no, they're not going to pay you for your service. But when you approach it from a worth standpoint and you understand that you are worth whatever price it is that you put out there, when you understand that and you put that out into the universe, the universe is going to reciprocate because the universe only conspires to support you in all of your endeavors. The universe is not going to tell you no when you are in alignment with your purpose. So when it comes to certain financial or money blocks or money mindset, it really boils down to your worth, how you feel about yourself. Okay. We don't have video on as we record this because no one wants did, no one wants to see me when we're recording these things. <laughs> but if you could, I'm just like nodding my head. I'm like just the goosebumps. Yes. Like just so much. Yes. I don't even have anything else to say, but yes, I just want to hear you talk to me about mindset all day. Please. Thank you. <laughs> and I can talk about mindset all day. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, let's talk about that actually for real though, because I feel like a lot of people who maybe either skip this episode or are like, you know what, I don't really think this relates with me. Like, how does mindset like it's not like a practical thing, right? Like when when we have like a tax episode, people who don't know taxes will be like, oh, I need to listen. So for these people, I'm talking about for these people, let's speak to these people. Like, what are some common limiting beliefs as creative business owners? And we can have a conversation or you can speak about it. But yeah, let's talk about what those limiting beliefs, like what the narrative looks like for that. So, so that they can recognize yes. that this is a 
limiting belief. Yes. I'm like too invested into this topic that I can't talk. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm literally in the thick of it. So let's talk about it. (laughs) Well, the number one limiting belief, you actually mentioned it, is that people think they don't need to know about mindset. And I know a lot of people think that mindset is all like woo woo and all of that. I mean, that's fine. I guess it is. It's kind of abstract. You know, it's one of those things where you can believe it or you can't. But really what it boils down to, and especially as business owners, as an entrepreneur, you have to use a lot of your masculine energy because everyone has both masculine and feminine energy. It has nothing to do with gender, being male or female. Everyone has both the masculine and a feminine energy. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we predominantly work from the masculine energy standpoint where we got to do this you know, we need to be confident, we need to be strong, and we need to be powerful, and we need to appear a certain way so that people will respect us. But that's cool and good and all of that. But if you don't have that feminine energy, the creativity, which sounds interesting as a creative business owner, when you tap into your feminine energy, that's when your creativity will begin to flow. That's when your being empowered will begin to flow. That's when really everything will start to come together. So the number one limiting belief for an entrepreneur is thinking that they don't need to work on their mindset. Does that make sense? Yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's the stubborn ones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it also comes down to, like you said earlier, like mindset, it's kind of abstract. And maybe that's why we kind of push it aside when we're like, no, but I got to get like, I have to hire a CPA and I have to do my bookkeeping and I have to get a contract. Those are tangible, right? While this is abstract. And so maybe that means it's a little bit easier to like push off Mm -hmm. and just people don't realize how important it is, you know, in relation to all the tangible things. Well, it is easier to push off, but people, as long as you push those things off, you will remain stuck, period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like as long as you say, oh, I don't need to work on my mindset. I don't need to make any shifts. Oh, whatever. I'm not into crystals and meditate. I'm not into all of that. That's fine. You don't have to be into all of that because, you know, the truth of the matter is there are these things called universal laws. Go with me. Go woo woo with me. I'm now here. I'm here. I'm, I legit have a pyrite crystal in my left hand. I'm with you. Let's do this. Let's go. I'm ready. All right, good. So there are these things called universal laws. And that means that these things are true whether we personally believe them or not. You know, there are things that are our personal truth, there's the collective truth. And then there's the universal truth. And so when it comes to mindset and when it comes to us manifesting the things that we want, we have to follow the universal laws. And the universal law is everything is both masculine, everything is feminine, everything is one. When we talk about volume, volume is one. There's two spectrums of it. There's high and then there's low. Temperature, same thing. Temperature is temperature. There's two spectrums of it. There's hot and then there's cold. And so we have to realize that everything really truly is one. And so if you want to have this successful business, you can't just focus on the strategy. You can't just focus on the things that are tangible. You have to look at the abstract because it all goes together. And that's how we were divinely created. This actually speaks to me on like a, sorry, a practical level again, going back to the practical, (laughs) because right now, like, I don't, I I don't want to get into this, but you know, I just wanted to like add it in there to support what you're saying, because, you know, like right now, gender is such a big 
topic. And I, like I said, I'm just going to mention this briefly. I'm I'm not going to change this topic about that, but I feel like there's a lot of like tension because people are Mm -hmm. like only wanting the masculine, you know, like even the new, like feminists, like free the nipple movement and all this stuff. I'm like, but why? Like breasts are sexualized because it's a beautiful thing and it doesn't have to look the same. Like it's beautiful that exactly what you said, like we have both the masculine, both the feminine, not just in like the gender roles, like a man also has feminine traits and a woman yes. also has masculine traits, but it's okay to celebrate both sides. So I just love what you just said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Joyce, were you going to say something? No, I'm just here for it. That's all. <laughs> I'm here for this right now. Um, okay. So, you know, that that's one thing that people think that, you know, they don't need to tap into this more like feminine side or this other side and they want to do the tangible things because that I think makes them feel like they're in control and that they're, um, you know, they're moving along in their business. I guarantee you there will come a point where you will not see growth. And that is definitely the point where it is your mindset. Mm -hmm. That's my tangent. What do you think are other kind of limiting beliefs that people have that they don't even realize when it comes to, you know, owning a business? Yeah, I think that a lot of people really truly believe that there is a glass ceiling. You know, I think that people think that there's a limit on what they can do, what they can achieve, but there is no glass ceiling. And as a matter of fact, as you know, part of my why is the reason why I do the things that I do is because I don't believe that a glass ceiling exists. I believe that that is put out there to keep us in a victim mindset. And so a, a lot of us, we stay in this victim mindset. So when we say that, oh, there's a glass ceiling, or when we say that I have to do X, Y, and Z in order to get this far, or when we say, oh, I can only go this high because I'm a woman, because I'm black, because I'm in calligraphy, because I'm a CPA, like that's a limiting belief. There is nothing written anywhere that tells you who you can be and how high you can go. You decide that because you are the creator of your own reality. All of us have been given this power to create the things that we want. And it is not until we realize that, that things won't change for us. So another limiting belief, all of that to say is really believing that there's a glass ceiling, that we are victims. And then a lot of times we don't even realize that we're playing the role of a victim. Oh my gosh, like so much. Yes, because I think it also comes down to taking responsibility for the good and bad in your business, right? Yes. So if like, oh, like that client totally sucked, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but I mean, did you take responsibility for what you could? Did you make sure that all communication was clear and that you understood their needs and that you were able to meet those needs, right? So um, versus being like, I'm the victim and I just had like a really bad client. It's like, no, but also be an adult and responsible and reflective on your own things to see, is that fact or are you playing the victim and allowing this you know, victim mindset or this like glass ceiling to appear there? Like, I can't get any more clients because all of my clients suck or I can't make this business work because I just have really, really bad people reaching out to me. Like, is that true? Or are you a victim and are you like tapping into that glass ceiling there? Exactly. Because, you know, at the end of the day, It is not until you, me, we become 100% responsible for the things that happen in our lives that our lives will begin to change. As long as we, you know, only take 90% responsibility and try to give 10% to someone else, 
Nothing is going to change for us. We have to be 100% responsible for both the good and the bad because, as I said before, we are the creators of our own reality. And I fundamentally believe that every experience that we have is truly meant for our good. Like there's no such thing as the bad experience, especially if you've learned a valuable lesson. And so if you had a quote unquote bad experience, but you learned an extremely valuable lesson. Can you really truly call that experience bad? Mm -hmm. No, you can't because you've learned something. So you got from the experience what you were supposed to get from it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cyclical. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I I feel like that is exactly what people struggle with. (laughs) (laughs) Because they like to simplify things. They like to look at things black and white. They like to look at one thing as good or evil. And I, yeah, I think that's really good what you're saying. Even like when we're talking about limiting beliefs and like, are they in categories, but like looking at more as like a holistic point of view. Right. And I think it all just comes down to like, we talked about, you know, pricing and we talked about, am I good enough? You know, and it really comes down to, I think, like you said, it, it comes down to worth. Yes. And that's not something that I feel like as creative business owners, I I feel like creative business owners, like I'm one of you guys who are listening, it's like we tend to be on that negative spectrum of that, like truly believing you're not worth it, Um, right? You're not worth the price. You're not worth the amazing business, the whatever revenue goals you want. We're just not worth it. And yet we try to blame it on like, well, society says like you can't make money as a creative. So that's fact, which is not taking responsibility. So that's like my big like takeaway right now. Like it all kind of just comes down to self-worth, which is insane. Well, it really does. And, you know, the reason why a lot of people struggle with those questions and the reason why a lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome is because fundamentally they don't know who they are. And if you don't know who you are, then you won't know what you want. And if you don't know what you want, then you don't know what you need to do to make those things happen, right? And so Mm -hmm. it is not until you know exactly who you are. So me, I am an intuitive mindset coach. That is who I am. I am a limitless being. There are absolutely no bounds or chains on my life. I create the reality that I want to live. I do the things I want to do. I go the places I want to go. I say the things I want to say because I know who I am and I stand in my own power. I know exactly what it is that I want. I want to help other women to release the guilt and the shame associated with their lives, associated with telling their stories. And I want to build this amazing seven-figure business. And so when it comes down to it, because I know who I am, because I know what I want, then I know the things that I need to do. And I know that pricing plays a role in that. So when it comes to my one-on-one coaching services, I'm not going to price 12 sessions for $250. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Mm -mm. Mm. Oh man. Okay. So this hit, sorry, go with us listeners. This goes with the conference again that Diana and I just went to. And we- I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. There was a speaker on stage as well as a workshop and her name is Rachel Rogers. I don't know. Oh, love her. Yeah. Hello, seven. Yes. Yes. So she was there and what she, like her speech was amazing. And then she had a breakout like workshop and we like attended that. It was like people were standing, right? Because everyone wanted to go. And um, she made us take selfies and like post it on social media and say like, I am a seven figure business owner or like- I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And that was really interesting because her whole thing is like, why- 
why can't I? Like, there's no reason why you can't be a millionaire. I can't be a millionaire. And hey, you know what? Maybe that's not your goal, but you just reminded me, Andrea, when you said seven figures, that's my goal. That's the goal of mine. So I'm going to say it yes, right now. Exactly. You know, yes. so, and there's nothing wrong with it. If that's not your goal, then there's also nothing wrong with that. But the exactly. whole point is like, you can do what you want with this business and this life that you have, that you're yes. living. It's all possible. There's proof all around you. I love exactly. That. I love your calling on your life and what you choose to do with your mission, your strengths, and just like your heart, like you create that path for yourself. And I love that. All right. So I feel like so many people are just receiving this, taking this in for themselves. And I'm sure they want to now that they listen, they want to walk the walk too. So what kind of tips could you give for our listeners who want to start having a healthy business mindset or healthy mindset in general and set themselves for success? The first thing that I can recommend, and I have to say this <laughs> because I'm a mindset coach, is invest in a mindset coach, right? Like to me, that is you will receive that in dividends. However, if you are not in a position to invest in a mindset coach, then one of the things that you can do is visualizations. You know, wake up five minutes early if you're an early bird or if you're a night owl. Stay up five minutes past your kids or your, your spouse or whomever and spend five minutes visualizing your life the way that you want it to be. And that's not even woo-woo. That's very practical. All you need and also keep a pen and paper with you so that you can write things down as they come to you. I mean, visualize. That's so important. And as you visualize these things, imagine how it would feel if these things were actually happening to you right now. Another practical thing that you can do is affirmations. Like I say affirmations all of the time. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting in my office and there are six affirmations in frames, like literally right in front of me that I've purchased over the years so that when I'm in the midst of something and you know I'm struggling, if you will, I can look at one of these affirmations like, oh yeah, I am powerful. Yes, I am. So affirmations you know, that's another uh, practical way. And then if you want to take it a step further, you know, get into meditation, get into crystals. Like there are a number of things that you can do to shift. Yeah. I love that so much. Do you journal at all? Oh my gosh. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) What do you do it and how do you do it? I'm curious. Okay. So my routine is I get up at 4.30 in the morning because I have two children, they're eight and 10 and a husband. And so I get up before my house wakes up just because the energy in the house is calmer and it's more conducive for me to meditate. So I get up at 4.30, I come down here, I meditate. After I meditate, I will journal. And after I journal, I will then plan my day. And I just want to talk about the importance of journaling really quick. So we mentioned at the beginning of the program that I just retired from corporate America, but The one thing that I think your listeners or everybody in the world actually should know is that in April of 2018, I found myself meditating and asking God, Source, Holy Spirit, Universe, Yahweh, Allah, whatever you want to call it, you know, when should I leave corporate America? Like, you know, Lord, help me, give me a date, give me a time frame. And as I was meditating, I heard something that said this time next year. Well, When it said that, I was like, well, that's April of 2019. Like, I hadn't even launched my 90 day course. I hadn't even done anything in my business. I had a couple of one on one clients, and I'm like, er, leave next year. (laughs) You know, like, 
How can, how can that happen? But I wrote that down in my journal. And then March of this year, uh, Joyce and I attended the summit where we met. And one of the ladies, you know, I was telling him about my journey. And she said, you know, when you go back to your room, start drafting your resignation letter. And so I was like, yeah, you know, it sounded like a good idea. So I drafted my resignation letter. And then I came back home, went into the office. I was leaving the office on my way home. This voice told me to go back and read my journal. I very seldomly do that just because, you know, whatever, I just don't. Only when I feel called to. And I went to this journal and I opened it up and the date was April 2018. And it said, by this time next year, you will leave corporate America. It said the name of the agency and you will leave them the department in an efficient place so that they can run smoothly without you. The very next day, I turned in my letter of resignation. So chills. Yes. So journaling is so powerful. It's so important to write things down because when you write them down, it becomes real because here's the, the deal. We have to be an energetic match to the things that we want. We have to be whatever it is that we want. I want to be a seven-figure entrepreneur, right? So that's what I want to be. So I have to be that now. I have to make decisions that will help me to get to that point. And so I have to be an energetic match for those things in order for the physical manifestation to happen. And so when you journal, what you're doing is you're opening up the door so that you can increase your frequency and vibrate higher and invite higher vibrating items into your orbit so you can see the manifestation quicker than you would by just not letting anything happen. Does that make sense? I know that was kind of out there, but... No, it, it makes sense. And I actually love that you said the energetic match because this is something I do and it can start small. So it can be as simple as when I was starting, well, what would um, six-figure Joyce do? Yes. That could be something. They're super small things, guys. Like for example, at the airport, I pay extra for, I don't know, Southwest to check me in and I pay extra for the parking that is closer to the terminal in Oakland airport. If anyone flies out of Oakland, why? Because seven figure Joyce would do that. Yes. Mm. So it's, that is how you do these little things and these little shifts in your everyday in order to, you know, be that energetic match. That yeah. And, and that is so true because before I really even made a dime in my business, I hired a VA. You know, before I made a dime in my business, I invested in a coach. Like I did these Mm -hmm. things because like you said, Joyce, I was like, okay, what would six-figure Andrea do? Okay, this is what six-figure Andrea would do. And like you said, even if if your listeners are like, well, I just want to make, you know, 10,000. Okay, that's five, that's, you know, five figure. What would five figure so-and-so do? Like you have to be who you want to be now in order for it to be manifested. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is actually something that is super like tangible. So for those that are not holding a crystal in their left hand, like Joyce's right now, um, <laughs> that those are things that you can do. Why, why not pay the extra $10 for Southwest to check you in? So you're not stressed out about checking in 24 hours. Cause that stresses me, me out. It stresses me out. It stresses me out. But those are at the end of the day, those are little things. And then I'm not even worried. And then I just get in my A boarding group and I get on the plane and then I save seats for Diana and Sheena. And I'm nervous because they're not on the damn plane yet because they're in group C. (laughs) If we all just did it, we all did it. You wouldn't make me nervous. Um, I love that. I actually love that you talked about the timeline too, because that exactly happened to me when I was 22. I was on 
uh, plane, actually. I feel like the best ideas always come to me when I'm either flying or in the shower. I don't know why it's those two places that I get my best ideas. And I was flying for an odd job that I had. I don't even know if I told you this, Joyce, but I also heard like it wasn't, I, well, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was me. I thought it was God, you know? And I was like, I heard God tell me like, you're going to quit your jobs. I had three jobs at the time and I was going to school full time because I was 22 and had all the energy in the world. Didn't sleep. <laughs> And I heard really clearly, like, you're going to quit your jobs and do this thing full time at the end of the summer. So it was like May. So end of summer would have been like, I don't know, August. That's when I really pulled the trigger. And I started like downloading all this information of how I would get there. And remember, like I was 22, didn't really know what I was doing. Still, let's be real. Still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what you're doing, Diana. You do. I, I okay. All right. Okay. Know. Okay. See, from a see, revenue standpoint, from a growth standpoint, you know. Don't yes, say that do. about me. <laughs> you guys. I got my sisters with me. I love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. No. I, I really felt like it was like coming out of me. You know. And yes. It's kind of like what people say. Like you, in order to do the thing, you have to. Like do it before you believe it. Like you have to take action before yes. you even think it. Yes. And I just love that. Like that is so practical. Like that, this is not just for the woo woo crystal holding people. This is like, no. <laughs> and maybe those people really know, right? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm one of those people, but I'm also both. It comes no, that's in. what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm <laughs> saying that you probably know the worth of that, but I just love that you shared that story because for me, like when you share that story, that validated something for me. I was like, wow, like that literally happened to me too. And I didn't really think about that as like my start point, you know, of really stepping into this thing. And it's really funny because my husband and I sometimes talk about this when we talk to some of our friends or some of our colleagues and the way they see life is so different, right? Like they're, and I feel like it's always, and I don't mean to say this in like a discriminating way or putting people down or, or judging people or anything like that. But I do feel like people who are maybe have placed themselves in a lower totem pole, always judge those at the high, higher, you know what I mean? But it's never the other way around. Like the people on top is like, you can do it though. You can come up here. You can come up here. And then everyone at the bottom is like, no, I can't go up there. Oh, look, how, look how that person lives their life. Look how the person spends their money. Aren't they ridiculous? And, you know, it, it's the same limiting beliefs that they're speaking over themselves. So like, I, I can't believe yes. they did that. I don't know how they did that. Like, I can never do that. And you're speaking that over yourself. And therefore, your actions are also following through with what you're saying. So anyways, I just want to say, like, I love what you're saying. And I wanted to also share the other side of the spectrum if you're on that side, too. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's, it's the law of attraction. It's the law of attraction. It's the law of reaping and sowing, however you want to do it. Like, you will get only what you put out there. So if you put bad energy out there, you're going to receive bad energy. And that's why someone who is angry is always encountering other angry people because that's what they're attracting into their orbit. And on the other side of that, when you have someone who's like happy or confident, they're going to attract other happy and confident people. And so when you speak those things, you're putting that energy out there that, oh, I can't do it, then you know what? You're exactly right because the universe is saying, oh, oh, you can't do it. So let me create situations and experiences for you so that you won't be able to do it. I don't want you to be a liar. So let me make this true for you. So we have to be very careful of the things that we say. And, and I know for me in my journey, I never 
talk about rich people. Like I never criticize. I never say, oh, they have 10 cars and they can only drive one. Like that is not my place. When I see that, I'm like, thank you universe. That lets me know that it's possible for me to have the same thing. When people are spending money all crazy, I'm like, ooh, wood, wood, make it rain, go ahead. <laughs> if they can make it rain, I can make it rain. <laughs> you know, that's the energy that we're putting out there. So we have to really be careful with that. It serves as proof, man. Proof is all around you. Yes. So all these other things that you're telling yourself, bringing yourself down or whatever, like look for the proof because I promise it's there. You can't do it. You can't price this. Someone out there is pricing more than you easily. Yep. You know, someone is making whatever their business grow and scale easily. That is yep. a proof that you need. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, um, Diana, are you going to start paying for Southwest to early check you in now? <laughs> that means I have to commit to Southwest. And what if I want to try other airlines? Well, there are other airlines. Fine. You pick your seat. But, you know, Southwest, it's like you can't pick your freaking seat. You just line up. <laughs> True. So that's why I pay extra. Like, you know, you're one minute late to check in. You're suddenly in boarding group F. That's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Stop talking to me about this. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, gosh, I really need to do this. But for real listener, if you're listening to this right now, you're, you're probably a lot of people when they listen to podcasts, they're doing something right. They're cleaning, they're driving, they're working out. Like while this is fresh in your mind, go home and do the things that we talked about, like the tangible things like visualization, journaling, and, and really thinking about what you want to do and who you want to be and how you should achieve those things today. Like I'm going to do it today. After we get off this episode, I'm going to do this. She's going to go upgrade her ticket. Watch. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to pay 10 extra dollars for that leg room. (laughs) Funny. I'm Asian. I got to think about this. (laughs) (laughs) That's your, that's your own thing. I'm Asian and I'm like, take my money. You know, that's true. (laughs) Take it Southwest. Take my money. Take it Oakland airport. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't have to walk an extra 20 feet. Like, <laughs> okay, guys. So maybe you're not holding a crystal like Joyce and maybe you're still working on the visualizations and affirmations. But like Diana said, we do invite you to do these things now because mindset, it really affects how you show up in your business, how you act in your business, and honestly, the growth of your business. It all comes down to mindset. So we hope that we gave you a little bit of the woo, but also a lot of tangible tips if this is something that you want to explore. If you have been feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you can't do this, this is the time for you now to explore your mindset and maybe these beliefs that you have. So Andrea, we're just so like mic drop or make it rain, all these things we were doing (laughs) during this chat. Where can people find you, find out more about what you do in case they're like, yeah, I need to work on this with her. You know, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to ask people to go ahead and follow me on Instagram and they can find me at Andrea Michelle Consulting on Instagram. You guys will put it in the show notes, like how to spell my name, because people Mm -hmm. are probably like, Andrea, or or, (laughs) do you want me to spell it like in the podcast for people who are listening? Yeah, spell it, but it's also in the show notes, guys. Oh, okay. All right. So it's A-N-D-R-E-A-M as in Michael, I-C-H-E-L Consulting on Instagram. And I have to make sure I spell out Michelle because people automatically spell it, you know, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And it's like, no, you're not going to find me. (laughs) 
(laughs) We're going to make sure that they find you. And I hope, listener, that you found nuggets in here, nuggets of value, of tips, tricks, and we hope that you implement them and continue to grow your business. And we will catch you in the next episode. 